All right, welcome everybody to JJ's Album Club, a completely different beast to the last time you heard from me soaking wet in the garden under a jumper. Hello, my name's Joey Page. I'm on the co-host of this great podcast with my friend Jimmy Famarewa, the award-winning Jimmy Famarewa. Yes, mate. I was actually thinking, does that mean we can call this an award-winning podcast? Oh, don't worry, I've already thought can we do that. As I put the album one out yesterday, I was Even like, can we put... the award has nothing to do with this show. <laughs> Thank you, mate. He's an award-winning yeah. podcaster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just like a little asterisk, like, you know, those films where they get the film quotes. Anyway, hello. How are you, mate? Good to be here with you. Good tell that you're indoors. Tell us about your award before I tell people about oh, the podcast. Oh, yes, of course, yeah. Um, I won an award yesterday for... Um, uh, restaurant writing, the restaurant writing category at the Guild of Food Writers uh, Awards 2020. Found out yesterday. Uh, and yeah, it was very exciting. That's so good, mate. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, thank you, mate. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's really fun. The Guild makes it sound really grand as well, like I get some ceremonial robes or something. Um yeah, I, I I do get an award in the post, which will be good. That will go next to the um, um, achievement awards from when I played football. Uh, do you have any idea what it looks like? I don't actually. I should know this. I don't. I don't. Probably a perspex block. Um, have you ever won any? We were talking before we started recording about never no, winning I've anything. I've not won any awards, Jimmy. I've I've won no at goals. I've won like Division Five, and I think Division Four was the highest we won. <laughs> Have you still got team. the trophy? Did you? In my mum and dad's oh. loft, absolutely for certain, because it's literally the only two things I've ever won. <laughs> what's the, no, yeah, like, what's the film? It five aside football as part of the package. If you won the league, you got this big trophy. Oh, yeah, yeah. And some yeah. medals. And I think I've got one of the trophies in the loft <laughs> for the whole team. Because I, I started the right. team. Right, okay. Because this is where yeah, I was yeah, going to get yeah. in the team. I mean, I'm sort of surprised that you've not built a kind of trophy cabinet, a kind of like little suite type nook in your house. And uh, yeah, and just really Listen, gone to town with it. It would be empty. <laughs> It would be empty. Listen, every time I, I actually, I actually I think that would be a really good sight gag for uh, your uh, chat show that you are now doing, Joe, which uh, I hope other people are doing. Just kind of throw throw to oh, your yeah. trophy cabinet. You should mention that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I've started doing a chat yeah. show on Twitch where I interview a mixture of comedians and musicians and then have some yeah. little skits. And it's on Twitch, if anyone knows what that is. I certainly don't. Uh, <laughs> At 9pm on a Friday yeah. night. Yeah. Um, but then next week, Thursday, and then who yeah. knows after that. It's great. It's great. But it's this great. Friday. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we are babbling on, but um, we are... Yeah, let's actually say what people have started listening <laughs> yeah, to. Because yeah, yeah. you, you could have... Oh, I, they I know, know it's not like radio now. where you can accidentally they turn on. But, but they might have walked in. This is JJ's Jimmy, album Jimmy, I've been reading the podcaster's have handbook. You? Good stuff. You've got Go to set on, it up every set time. set it up. No, you okay. set it up. Welcome, listener. Um, this is JJ's Album Club, a uh, weekly album discussion show. And we can confidently say that it's weekly now, thanks to the silver lining of global pandemic, which is that we've had nothing else to do. And so we've been having a fantastic time. 
Um, last time we recorded, we were discussing a range of recent releases, and this time we like to shuffle the pack, don't we, Joe? We have got a guest coming in to share a meaningful album uh, with us, and we've got a great guest, and this is all you again, Joe. You are the booker supreme. Um, and who is it we've got coming up? I mean, they absolutely know because you'll have written it in the title, but let's say it again. Just in case they're listening to yeah. it now, it's Josie, it's Josie Long, Long, one of my favourite comedians yeah. of all time. So I'm very excited. I'm really to have excited her on. about this. And um, someone who helped me out early on in my yeah. career. So I probably yeah, I've I've never thank her for yeah, that again. I, yeah, you you and I go you and I go away back. Is it just going to be you literally saying thank you and then we sign off and that's it? Like you just kind of yeah. <laughs> and. We don't normally do it like this, but I'm not going to say what it is, but another album where me and you have really been given some tough homework by these special yeah, guests. Yeah, yeah, but it's, but it's... We've had to listen to discreet music, which a 50-minute long yeah. track that Steve Gunn made yeah. us listen to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, um, had, um... we've got one coming up, John Grant, which was the second side of a double album. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like a double like value pack. <laughs> um uh, Phil Jupiter's is thirty six. Yeah, that's true. Actually, no one's really gone clash through album. Any, um, easy listening stuff. Um, yeah, but um, it's it's an interesting one. So I'm very much looking forward to to digging in with it. And yeah, I'm I'm a huge fan of hers. I very and that's I very what it's much all about. Remember, um, uh, watching her in the early days of you uh, doing stand up and sort of uh, meeting her around then. So yeah, it'd be good to good to catch up and. Good to, like, talk parenting yeah. and stuff. Since then, yeah, she's gone on to have... I say gone on like it's a career thing, but it is. It's a choice, isn't it, I suppose? Uh, she's gone on to have, like, a, a yeah, family, yeah. and also uh, she's made a film. Yeah, yeah. So Exciting. lots, yeah. lots of stuff. And, 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 and as, as is not always the case... Always reinventing yeah, herself. she's a fantastic, uh, fantastically gifted uh, comedian and a principled... Um, uh, sort of person as well. Like it's very sort of a glancing at her Twitter feed yeah, or highly. her Instagram feed. She kind of stands up for what's right in a really um, inspiring way. So it'd be good to sort of maybe get her on that. And, yeah, very admirable. Yeah. Um, just just the flag as well that we are kind of actually doing this the fresh way. Quite often you do these little intro records after you've spoken to them and you're like, yeah, well, you know, check it out. And it's, but yeah, but yeah, you know, we're, we're basically poised and ready to speak to Josie. And so, um, yeah. So go on. So before we Mm. do, let's just remind people, Mm. uh, if they want to find us and have a snoop around our social media lives, uh, I am Joey page comedy on Instagram and on Twitter, I'm the Joey yeah. Page. Where can people find you, Jim? Um, I am at Jim Famished. I don't know why I said the at. Some people aren't an at, are they? Um, <laughs> that's like that's like reading out the HTTP in a. It's uh, <laughs> like saying www. Yeah. people the do World that. Wide Web. Yeah, when you're surfing the web. It's just yeah, rhythm. At uh, Jim Famished uh, on Instagram and at Jim Fam on Twitter. Um, yeah, so yeah, come and find me. Probably won't be there, in all truth. But uh, but yeah, come and find us. He's not. He doesn't keep <laughs> up with it. But I will. I will Joel reply. Will be there. And also, if there's any guests you'd like to see, 
then let yeah. us know. Yeah, we've been... Um... Um, also, please don't forget to like, rate and subscribe to the podcast. That'd be lovely. <laughs> Tell some friends. Yeah. But anyway, let's get to it. Almost live. Oh my I'm God. Into the meeting. This is incredible. What, what timing. Yeah, let's that. do it properly. Let's officially welcome an old friend of mine, uh, a wonderful comedian, questionable mother and filmmaker, <laughs> Josie Long to JJ's Album Club. Thanks for coming on. Hello. Thank you. And I agree. It's really nice to be here. So have you been enjoying lots of lots of family time, Joes? Enjoying is a strong word. <laughs> um, yeah, I have. It's nice. But I mean, you guys all know it's like it's so weird as a comedian just to be in mm. every night. In. Mm. And I feel like I've watched so much stuff. I'm like, I've seen everything. <laughs> There's no more. Oh, no, I've I found something. It. I found something. What are you watching? I'm watching a documentary on Channel 4, like on the, you know, catch-up, whatever oh. it is called. Hello, I'm in. Yeah? I'm in. And it's uh, about the disappearance of backpacker Peter Falconio in the 90s in the Outback. It's so good. <sighs> I am in! Can, can I just say, um, the guy that they that is in jail for it at the part I've got to. I don't know what happens in the end. I've not finished it. But one of the first introductions to him is him saying that he didn't do it by going, oh, yeah, I'm a cunt of a kid, but I wouldn't kill anyone. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> you do love a true crime, oh, though, Joe. Yeah, so you, much. You Me and Nina of, you are always watching them. <laughs> it, it's funny, oh, isn't man. it? How different people relax in different ways. Mm, oh my God, yeah. Because it feels so wrong that, because I'm like that with horror films, I'm like, oh, I'll just watch a good horror film now. Like, that's not relaxing, <laughs> but. So I like, I don't want to watch anything pleasant or amusing or easy. Right. Oh, no. wow. What about you, Jimmy? What, what have you been watching? Unsettling. What have we been watching? Um, we watched uh, Dave, that sitcom about oh, a yeah. uh, Jewish rapper, which is yeah. very good. Um, we're watching I May Destroy You, Michaela Cole's amazing thing. Oh, yeah, I'm about to start it. People um, love it. Yeah, you it's really good. It's really, really good. That's good. Oh, my God, it's so good. Yeah, so, yeah, kind of more on the sort of half-hour comedy drama mm. um, prestige tip. We've been watching uh, Spike Lee's uh, new film, The Five Bloods, in oh, little I sort of... Did you see it? Yeah. I saw it on Netflix. In... It's just come on, hasn't it? Yeah, it? yeah. It's like almost three hours long. We still haven't finished it. We're sort of watching it in little sort of increments before for like you, sort yeah. of 10 minute it's like doing an irishman basically like kind of you know <laughs> or kind of just have it's like a your little... homework do you keep nodding yeah, off yeah yeah just oh mate no actually not me for once actually uh madeline my wife that's that's struggling with it but yeah it's kind of like yeah just kind of break off a little square of it and just kind of <laughs> nibble on that and then, yeah, just come back to it late today. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I always feel like I watch far less than loads of other people because, you know... Well, I only, um, I only watch TV, TV with, yeah, yeah. with Yanina. And she's like, it's mm. so weird that you don't watch telly without me. She's like, you only play <laughs> FIFA or watch <laughs> wrestling, which I don't count as TV. 
No. She's like, so weird. This, okay, this makes sense. <laughs> because it's art. Because it's art. Because it's art. <laughs> no, but as in like, I'm like, but I don't watch a lot of telly anyways, so when I'm watching it with you, that's plenty. I don't need to see any on my own time. <laughs> I've started playing, I'm going to show you. Oh, hang on, I don't know if I can without jeopardising the recording. Hang on, is it still, ah, still recording? Great. Yes. Technology. I've got this app. It's a board game called Ticket to Ride. And um, also, oh, wow. it gave me an automatic name. It said, like, short, like when it said, what do you want your username to be? Predictive text was like, would you like to call yourself Plain Lord from Grey Hill? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, of course I want that to be my username. What the fuck is that? <laughs> so then every time I log in, it goes, welcome back, Plain Lord from Grey Hill. <laughs> like, Usually wow. my username will be like Josie Long, and I feel like yeah, yeah. I've missed every trick not being like Sir Jeremy Bentham of the Room, like for everything. <laughs> um, I, I, Yanina did a uh, drag king competition, and I didn't oh. like how it was being judged by people being able to buy votes, so I made up like a fake kind of account to go on Twitch and be and to like question the. How, how the voting was being done by people basically buying votes. And I don't know why. I think we, we just came up with this idea that we would have Lord of the Dance as my username, but I'd accidentally written Slord of the Dance. <laughs> but then when I went to do my Twitch show, I didn't change it. So I was just pointing oh, no! my own thing going, hi, hey, everyone, thanks for coming to the show. Everyone must be thinking, who's this Slord? But also, <laughs> that's how trolls oh, get Oh, I was going to say, slippery slope. Yeah, the sock puppet uh, social mm. media accounts and the yeah. Um, yeah burner accounts. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't have you pegged as one of those people, Joe. Yeah, you didn't Just have me pegged of, as a beard uh, guy. Puppeteering. Oh, yeah, I know. We're all learning things, aren't we? It's not, it's <laughs> not that good, actually. It's the light is really doing me a massive favour. It's mostly, um, mostly on the neck. Yes, get it's in, quite Get right in there, Joe. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, yeah. I'm just saving on the you cost look, of razor blades. You really blades. look like, like uh, Bon Iver, oh, Justin okay. Vernon. I think uh, you should uh, post this. Oh, he looked quite pleased about no, that. No, I don't know what he looks like, nice but I was going to say, thank goodness we've gotten on to music, but we're not, I don't oh, think okay. we're quite ready to get there, actually, because I just wanted to, before we get into the music side of this podcast, no. which is what it's yeah. bloody supposed to be about, uh, I just wanted to ask you what you're up yeah. to in general, yeah. Joe. Work-wise, um, anything exciting? Work, oh, well, work-wise, I've got loads on. I mean... <laughs> Has it been non-stop? <laughs> oh, don't know, yeah. The drive-throughs, those drive-in gigs, mate. No. I've, been, I've been booked for a couple, and have even you? though I think it's going to be... Oh, what? exciting. So this is what I think. I think it's going to be the worst fucking death of my life. I think it's going to be the shittest experience of my life. And yet I'm like, oh my God, I get to go on a car journey. Oh my God, I get an evening out. Like, I could not give a shit if I understood dying on my hole with nothing to say to people in their cars in fucking Watford or wherever I'm going... I'm going to be having the time of my fucking life. It's going to be the, I'm going to have I'm going to have a glass of wine somewhere that isn't my house. That's what I'm going to fucking do. No, I'm amazing, amazing. It's like you'd be paying them for the experience. Yes, like, yeah, truly. Like, you know, yeah. Like absolutely. Yeah. 
I was going to ask, has music been, uh, just to sort of steer us back to the music again, has music been getting you through or helping? I wonder if it's a bit of a cliche now that music is this kind of balm in these weird times, but have you been listening to a lot of a lot of stuff and discovering stuff, or have you not really? I've discovered this really incredible band uh, called The Wiggles. I don't know if you've heard of them. Um, they're quite obscure. They're Australians. Um, there's four of them. I was genuinely going to ask, like, have you, like, is it like all Baby Shark, like, all the time? Oh, it, and, and super yeah. simple songs. Do you know that? Super no, simple no, songs no, on YouTube. Sounds like your film. It's like... <laughs> Super November. <laughs> yeah, super super simple November. It's a kids' version of my. Um, but it's, I, I feel quite sad, really, because oddly, I haven't been listening to that much music. I mm. I don't have time to myself much to put headphones mm. in and go, and that's what yeah. I usually used to do. I. Hmm. It's interesting. I, I sort of, I found myself, if I have half an hour, I'll listen to a podcast or something. And I think it's because I'm lonely mm. and I want chat. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But it is interesting to me because, like, music is obviously a massive part of my life and, like, really mm. important to me and I, I love it. But yeah. odd things, like, I'll put on classical music while I'm writing or I'll mm. um, listen, I, I sort of listen back to old things not old things, but things I liked kind of 15 years ago. But, yeah, it's oh, not something that I've been awesome. really, really connected to. I think yeah, yeah, maybe it's because it feels like mm. a weird time and a bad time or something. It doesn't feel... <laughs> yeah. Can't enjoy yeah. good stuff. Oh, but I, I tell you what, though, <laughs> my, um, my, my daughter and I were doing a very cute thing. So earlier on in the lockdown... I was doing the mornings because my daughter still wasn't sleeping. So my boyfriend was doing the nights, partly because I did the nights for the whole first year. So don't, act, it's not an act of heroism. <laughs> it's barely a balancing act. But he was doing who, the nights. Who, who are you telling, Joe? The world! The world! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Men! I'm feeling, I'm feeling very, I'm feeling like, yeah, that is, yeah, okay, okay. I, yeah, message received, Josie. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, fathers. <laughs> On behalf of fathers, yeah. <laughs> Just sort of getting our own statues for doing the bare minimum, like, kind of like, have you seen him? He was like, he sort of actually carried his child and he didn't hate it. He's the greatest. Yeah. Basically, we were doing the mornings together and I'd wake up and I'd make us breakfast and we'd eat it on her little table. And I would put on six music in the background and it was really nice. I'd like listen to it and it would sort of really perk me up. And then about mm. a month and a half ago, she learned. I'm going to show you. Over there's the radio. She learned how to just put her little hand up <laughs> And turn it right down. And she would go, no, mummy, no music. And I'd be oh, like, baby, God. I really love having the music on. It's really nice. No music. And anytime I try and turn it on, she'd just toddle over like, no, no music. Oh, Do you know what? Yeah. I used to be like that. Oh, Whenever we brilliant. went out in the car, I was a lot older. I was still screeching like that. But I was about, <laughs> like when I was about seven or eight, whenever we went out in the car... I wouldn't let my parents put the radio on. Oh. I don't know why. Oh, my God. What did you want yeah, instead? I love it, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I 
conversation. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Attention. That's why I'm a comedian. Attention. Yeah. Yeah. A five-star review. Still waiting. (laughs) Still waiting. Okay. Anyway. (laughs) So, let's move on then, Joyce, to... Uh, the artist and album that you've chosen to come talk to us about today on JJ's Album Club. Would you like to reveal it for us? Yes, please. It is what I think is an absolute masterpiece. I think it is just the most extensive and rich and wonderful and emotional, like incredible um, album. And it's called Have One On Me. And it's by Joanna Newsom, who's a folk singer and a harpist and a pianist and just a fucking angel sent from heaven <laughs> to, to, to give to the world. So she's had a baby quite recently and I'm like, hurry up with your album about babies. <laughs> hurry up. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and, um, oh, awesome. I didn't know that. I didn't know that about her. Oh, well, oh, she's very yeah. private because yeah. she's an amazing angel. So she's yeah. very private. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that, yeah. Was, that was so nicely oh, wow. but, yeah. put your feelings about, about her and her music. Um, and I hadn't had too many run-ins with with her work, uh, because as well, not not on Spotify, <laughs> mm. or or was I don't know if she is now, but much like the me, last time I looked, yeah, um, I'm just like her. <laughs> me and her. Oh, she not? No. Uh, 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 do mm. you you obviously do you know all of her work pretty extensively, Josie? Yeah, I do. I do. There's I a really song do. that I love, and it's something about the city or something. Leaving the city. Yeah, and that is amazing. And I used to play it on my radio show all the time, but. It's, you know, in this world where you listen to everything on Spotify pretty much, always someone that slips through the net for me because that's where I yeah. consume a lot of my stuff. But it's but, yeah. interesting because she's on Drag City and I think a lot of Drag City artists don't do Spotify, um, mm. which is, it is interesting because in this day and age, it doesn't... The idea of being like obscure and difficult to find is actually not very attractive to people, I don't think. Yeah, in a way that yeah, maybe in the seventies. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely think, yeah. On the occasions when I've not been able, I use Apple Music, but on the occasions when I've not been able to find something, mm. you just get a bit annoyed mm. because you're just like a bit frustrated also, I think like... because we're sort of these spoiled spoil internet babies who are just like want everything instantly and so you're just a bit like oh i have to like do the work and yes and also it's like this is supposed to be comprehensive i have paid a subscription Mm. for the comprehensive music (laughs) and you feel like (laughs) you know you've done the work by finding it like knowing of it yeah you shouldn't have to yeah let's ask how did you um how did you sort of come to her music and to this album in particular 
Um, it's ten years old this year, I think. I, I yeah, saw. I think it's the tenth anniversary was like in. I think yes. it came out earlier in the year. So well, basically, <laughs> I discovered her, and I know exactly when and exactly why. And it's such a like dumb comedian anecdote, but I was doing a gig <laughs> in Northampton. Uh, Amazing. Sorry to boast, and I was. <laughs> It was compared by Daniel Kitson, and I was about 22, 23, it was about 2005, and he, like, had all these things that to me were, like, the trappings of extreme success, like, really nice headphones, (laughs) you know, and he was listening to music in the back of the car on the way back, and he was like, listen to this. Like it was like an like an indie movie, and put put them on me, and it was oh, wow. the song um, "Bridges and Balloons" by Joanna Newsom, that but obviously by her, and um, it's from her first album, and it's sort of, I think it's the first track on that album. Hang on a second. Mm. Um, is this her third? Or yeah. Is this was, was the one. So yeah. this is. Yeah. Oh my god! Please let me share with you briefly a rundown of my opinions on Joanna Newsom. So. You can tell how deep and wonderful a person is by which album slash era of Joanna Newsom they prefer. Because Joanna Newsom started out and she wrote these very, she wrote this album that was sort of poppy songs with a couple, poppy loose folk pop Mm. with a couple of sort Mm. of... Uh, old old folk things on it, but it was mostly sort of these sort of catchy, ethereal, harpy, poppy songs. Yeah. And that was when she was really young. Yeah. So she's about 22, 23 years old, right? And it's great, mm. right? But if people like that the best, they're basically saying they don't respect women. <laughs> they're saying the woman... They say, she may play the naive, but I'm not interested in her growth, right? Second album <laughs> is, is spelled Y-S, right? I love it. And there's... Con- contesting. Yes. Yeah, so people yeah. say like E's, or some people say the yes. U's, or, you know... Yeah. Wise. Wise, yes, some people say wise. And so, (laughs) that record is five tracks. Each track is about 20 fucking minutes long. And they're (laughs) mad, expansive things. I saw her play it with an orchestra. It was one of the greatest experiences in my life. They go everywhere. They're stories. They're um, involved. They're folky in a sort of weird, kind of using forest tropes Mm. and shit like that. They're amazing. But, I have an argument constantly, and I'm not somebody to sort of needlessly do things along gender lines, but it is only ever with men. And men are obsessed with saying that East or Wise is her best album, and they are fucking wrong. They are wrong, 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 wrong. They just want it to be because they can't bear to engage with the level of emotional realness that she brings and have one on me. So, like... Okay, don't get me wrong. East is an incredible album. It's amazing. But compared to Have One On Me, it's so, it's, she's still kind of finding mm. a way. She was probably only about 20 fucking six when she wrote it. She's a genius. Have One On Me right. is like this fucking mega lift. Is that a word? It's big. Yeah. 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 Megalith is a word now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, basically, have one of me is about the breakup of a relationship, going from being in it but sort of being in denial, to thinking it needs to end, to it ending, to getting through that pain, to looking back on it, 
and it's three CDs. Three, mm. uh, yeah, three. It was three CDs. I mean, it, yeah. it means nothing now, does three it? Three LPs, two hours, two hours long. Yeah, yeah. Two hours yeah, of yeah, homework yeah. cassettes there, Joe's. Yeah, you gotta yeah. commit to that shit. You can't <laughs> just. Yeah. It's, it's not about five twenty. Minutes. That is really that is really interesting. That that view. Yeah. Because uh, because uh, East is the kind of one that I really know of her albums, and it's kind of held yeah. up because he's the, a man. The quintessential album, the one <laughs> to go for, and yeah, I've fallen into the trap. I've fallen into the man but trap look, because that is it. Who writes kinda, the reviews? Know. Who writes the reviews? Yeah, Jimmy yeah, does yeah. actually. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I too occasionally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably me that started that. But um, but yeah, I I it was. I was really glad that you picked this because I think I've not listened to her as much as I should have, really. I've kind of had, like... Um, I've probably done that thing of, like, you know, she's got a very specific manner. Yes. And- manner maybe sounds too pejorative, but she's got a very specific way of singing mm-hmm. that, that some people... Um, that people have strong reactions to, shall we say. And yeah, they do. The heart playing... Yeah, let me address. I, I, but this. I've seen her live. I saw her. I saw her at all tomorrow's parties. Um, I've just remembered. Like, um, I was like, oh yeah, I did like watch her, and I think I probably was being like a real numbskull and like watched for a little bit as she played her beautiful harp, and then maybe just like went and got a drink and sort of didn't go back. But yeah, I'm sort of so glad that you kind of um, uh, suggested this record because uh, you're right. There's so much to find in it, and it is this kind of. Mm rich um dense uh kind of you just go on this kind of mad journey and i can sort of really see how you keep coming back to it and it keeps sort of revealing things um so yeah I, yeah but go ahead you were gonna oh, sort of um, i just have so much to say deal with her. my in every sense yeah. i just love her and i just so yeah. The, like yeah yeah it, yeah the point that you made about her vocal style and how she does sort of provoke mm. strong reactions. It's true. And one of my least yeah, favourite yeah, things yeah. is people love to take the piss out of her voice to me as if I do not love her, as if I would be amused. <laughs> and I hate it. And I think, again, to when people say, oh, I quite like the first album, what they're really saying is they're not prepared to kind of go with her as her voice expands because mm. her most recent so yeah. apart from Have One of Me since then she did an album called Divers that I think is very beautiful and quite um, uh, mm. lyrical and flowing and great and she also did I think I think this was after Have One of Me this EP that's got a song on it called Colleen that's like a sort of medieval mm. sea shanty it's fucking incredible um <laughs> So her like her range is amazing, um, but yeah, I think mm. she had this like double edged sword of being on Drag City and being accepted into quite a lot of very kind of hip festival circles, but also being yeah right yeah, yeah. like of, um, probably my favourite artist is or certainly at the moment is um, Ty Siegel who's on Drag City and like there's a lot of very similar artists, kind of like grunge, rocky, kind of mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. psychedelic, kind of mm-hmm. cool hipster bands on there, basically. Yeah, and like she, mm. she's just sort of her own special thing, and and you know, it's very folky, yeah. very very folky. Yeah, yeah. But also, yeah. like you are one hundred percent right, and it's not just her voice; it's like the compositions of her music. 
completely sets her apart from any other artist, really. Do you know what I mean? I don't like a couple of people that I've had conversations with her about are people that haven't listened and then just go, oh, it's just like Kate Bush, which is obviously not, not true. Mm. It's, not, it's, it's not It's very difficult to find way. a reference point for her if you're not willing to dig deep into what she does. Yes, I agree. Do you know, it's interesting that you were saying about the kind of journey from her first album, which was maybe kind of a bit more accessible and a bit more sort of straight ahead folk. And I was when I was listening to it, um, Laura Marlin is an artist mm. that we've talked about on this mm-hmm. pod previously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love like, Laura perhaps Marlin. Perhaps not in a kind of, yeah, I know, and I do as well. And I think perhaps not in a kind of like for like specific way, but somebody who is very lyrical, very sort of interested mm-hmm. in kind of quite knotty, strange imagery and kind of, and sort of femininity mm. and exploring these things in kind of quite an ambitious way. And, you know, there are definitely the kind of, you know, there's bits of this that kind of, uh, the album that you've uh, chosen that have got that kind of, you know, for all the kind of, oh my God, it's two hours and it's three albums. There's bits of like really sort of, bouncy kind of Laurel Canyon almost like Californian folk in there yeah. like Joni Mitchell yeah. is one that's like been held up as a yeah and Joni I was Mitchell's like, I was such like a... oh wow this is like just yeah this is just like actually really you know you strip away a lot of that and it's like this is like really just beautiful appealing mm. um, easy quite sure. buoyant yeah. music is, really yeah 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 some of yeah. it is just the easiest poppiest tracks mm. and there's um the, yeah, the yeah, Good yeah, Intentions yeah. Paving Company, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah, yeah. you know, it's fast-paced, it's easy. And that, to me, is like a Joni Mitchell song. Excellent track. Or man. like a Laura, yeah. Laura Marling song as well. Yeah, Laura Marling is such a good mm. comparison because she's another artist that mm. I have wanted to follow through their journey, how they relate their mm. life to their music uh, and how yeah, they yeah. develop as a person and that reflects in their work. And I in feel like case, both of Joe's. them... I yeah, think you would really yeah. like her new album because it's about her daughter that she doesn't have, if you haven't heard it. Oh, hello. Hello. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering, Josie, with you and your boyfriend, like kind of uh, both comedians, both doing stuff from home, streams and things like that. Like, what is it like? I mean, it was interesting that you kind of wandered wandered in the background and just kind of didn't even blink an eye that you were kind of, you know, recording a podcast of some sort. And it's kind of just like, yeah, what is it like when you're sort of both in the mm. same... It's industry and work, and it's kind of uh, yeah, yeah this that part, weird, mad uncertainty. We've sort of gone through and, phases. Yeah, kind of, so at the start of lockdown, life. I went a bit manic, and my mm. friend Robin Ince and I streamed a show every single mm. day, pretty much for the first like eight weeks, ten weeks, twelve weeks. I don't even <laughs> oh, know. Wow. And it sort of got me through it. It was like we were doing it every day, oh, and we were sort of getting money from a tip yeah. jar. So I was like. Trying mm. to like eke out a little bit, and I was doing tri- Twitch streams. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, right. And the f- yeah, the first time I did that, Johnny heckled me by frying mm. sausages in a pan so loudly, it was like a waterfall had suddenly opened up. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "You absolutely swine!" Like, yeah. So I did do a lot, and then it's only really I think the last month that I've chilled out a little Uh-oh. bit. Not because I don't need the money, because if anything, I need it more now. But um, Mm. it's more just that, like, 
I suppose, yeah, yeah, wanting to take a little bit more calm time, and also because I, I've been going to since the restrictions slightly yeah. eased. I've been going to um, there's an office that I share with Arts Emergency, uh, which is a charity that I helped set up, but which I no longer run at all, and I should not be allowed to share their office, but I do. But none of them go because it's dangerous. <laughs> but because it's just me, the only one in the office, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. So I go in there and I'm doing writing at the moment. And so I've kind of shifted mm. to that a little mm. bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But again, it's nobody's asked oh, for this great. writing. And it's That's the same thing. Good. It's like, oh, I may totally, well get yeah. to the end of it. Awesome. And just have people be like, great, put it in the bin. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll be like, like my I've started a film, I've written a new 20, I've written a sitcom. It's like, there's nowhere to put these that's things, amazing. so now I've just stopped. The podcast. Ha- yes, it. that's it. Yeah. It's it it's, I think we will all go through phases where we do something, and then at the end of it we go, uh, okay, the world's still weird. Uh, guess I'll do this now. But also, we don't know. Hopefully, we'll never have this time again. Do you know what I mean? So it is important to just use it. Are to you, sort of, are you being, have um, a summer holiday um, almost. It yeah. seems. Yeah, yeah. Is is it a is it a because we we've been asking the musicians that we've interviewed about creativity in this time and whether they're taking any inspiration from it and whether they are using it as a distraction and they're not focusing work on you know lockdown or mm. the kind of you know theming things around isolation and stuff like that. I guess it's um. It's even more pertinent if you're a comedian and if you're talking about what's going on in the world and what's happening. Like, how have you sort of squared that? Have you just naturally, have you tried to be like, look, this stuff is going to probably not have much of a shelf life. I'm going to sort of see. But it's so difficult to be creative about anything else really because it's like you know you watch <laughs> yes. tv shows now and you're like oh, I, so a bit close together. i've basically felt okay. two things guys, one uh... of them is it's <laughs> yeah. been impossible usually when i'm trying to write a stand-up show i didn't realize how much of a handle i used to feel i had on things you know even if the handle i had was i think things are shit and i'm in despair mm. i still was like i understand the situation and i feel as if i know what will happen <laughs> to some extent and what's been so hard but this is it's like I don't. I don't know what's going to happen. I know what I hope is going to happen, but I feel that's unlikely. I worry. And so I find it really hard to sort of focus on like, okay, I'll write a stand-up show because it's like everything's so in flux and like I can't get a handle on a big thing. And similarly, like I haven't been able to like write a film script or like write a long-form thing, anything like that, because I think it's too Mm. much. What I've been able to do is mm. silly bits of stand up, either reacting in the moment or just like fucking about with my daughter's toys mm. or writing yeah, short yeah, stories yeah. that are basically based around yeah, memories yeah. or based around. <laughs> and I think now is the time when people are going to be able to write a mm. song or a poem or a short story. And I don't know how many people yeah, are going to be yeah, like, yeah, yes, yeah. I've written this book yeah, and it's called yeah. What the World's About, you know, yeah. like fair play to those people. <laughs> and I feel like you could write 10 books, they'd all be completely yeah, different yeah. and one of them would yeah, be right yeah. and it would be a fluke. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. You're absolutely right. But yeah, that's you're right. There is there's so much that is throwing up, and even just having conversations like this just like just feels quite good because your world has shrunk so much, hasn't it? And you're just like not even <laughs> seeing anyone. It's good to sort of unload some. I did worry that I've forgotten how to socialise. I saw two mum friends the other day in the park. And I hadn't seen them. Well, one of them I hadn't seen for a year, but I hadn't seen one of them for like four or five months. And we had our babies. And I felt like I was 11 years old again. I was like, like too much, too little, too weird, not weird enough. <laughs> we, were we midway through talking about uh, the album? We were, weren't we? Um well, yeah, I, I probably I've only probably got another couple of questions or or so, which I know that that Josie will have a lot to say about. I mean, you said that the, the uh, album came in three CDs, like no, I I I bought it when I used to buy albums on my phone the second it came out, but I also have it on vinyl. Oh, I don't, nice. My vinyl collection is currently in storage because we live in a tiny flat and um so I can't and I bought it because it's beautifully designed and because I I really really feel like solemn about it I feel like it's this artifact that I look up to <laughs> um mm. I, I'm just looking through it and looking at the tracks and I, I think as well so I really really got into it um, between about 2011 and 2013, I had a real period of kind of emotional turmoil, partly down to my own immaturity and bad behaviour. But at the time, you know... Is that and... when we were hanging out a bit more? <laughs> 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 but basically, it, it spoke to me in so many ways, like all of these beautiful beautiful songs where she's so vulnerable about heartbreak and about how it feels to know something is over but you don't want to give up or how it feels um to really kind of look back at someone who's treated you badly and and be angry at them and how it feels to know that something isn't good enough and i honestly i still think about the lyrics of it in particular you know like often because they're so really really perfectly pitched i it resonated with me so fucking much like and it's i still sometimes can't listen to it because it's too powerful it will drag you into a sort of emotional <laughs> yeah, right. state that you're change not really your, in change your state of how you feel yeah <laughs> yeah 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 that's yeah that is interesting we, it's something that we've um we've spoken about on this pod quite a bit about those um about having certain albums for certain, if you want to kind of conjure something, yeah. Conjuring and certain times and is certain the associations, most. Associations, yeah. Conjuring is mm. the perfect word for that because it is a bit like, like magic, like dangerous magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, and I think there's like, so I really like um, Jean Reese so much that I've got her in my house. There's her, the old lady in the doorway. I love her. Oh, amazing. And, mm. and I, her writing is about the only writing that I've found has really been able to kind of knock me off my emotional equilibrium. Like, if I read a book mm. of hers, they're so fucking down and intense <laughs> that you read it and you're like, I'm horrifically down as well. It's like, no, you're fucking not, mate. You're fine. And I feel like this album is that powerful. 
Like you listen to one but of the songs and from, like, from having seen a lot of your shows, you're a real sucker for that kind of oh, as am I, yeah. but you know, like I'm, yeah, such a sort of like start taking the affectations of what I'm watching. I would be an incredible cult member. Not leader, member. Because yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, Yes, I'll do whatever the group wants. Yeah. Yeah, you're a really key sort of person for the cult leader. Like mm, they need mm. to get you in, get you on side, Who and then all the charge. rest will fall in and then you, fall in place. Yeah. Who yeah. was that terror? That yeah. girl, and she never renounced Manson, and all the others did, and she was like, "No, nah, I'm in. I said I was in. I'm in." <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. Well, I I I want to. Um, I'm going to keep listening to this and keep digging into this it really did um it's interesting that you say about it reminding you of a certain period in your life it really reminded me almost of yeah a kind of different time of music discovery of somebody putting Mm. something on and it being so sort of acute and specific and you're like what's this and something quite strange and I feel like I feel like I quite miss that like in terms of like for me it was like at university and things like that and somebody would put something like strange like this on and you kind of would listen to all of it or something you'd be like in someone's room like you know or whatever or just hanging out and for like a couple of hours and it's just it feels like that just doesn't really happen anymore it's kind of like oh i've got a playlist with you know wait it's illegal things you can't go in someone's room yeah yeah, exactly yeah (laughs) that's true that's true it's literally been outlawed yeah yeah (laughs) but you're right and like universities are finished yeah you're right it it sort of reminds me of of a real time i think between 2005 and 2010, I really, really, I was gigging at a lot of music festivals. I mm. was really discovering a lot of music, I think. It was a really lovely mm. time for me. I sort of felt yeah. like I found a kind of type of folk and, um, mm. yeah, like, yeah, folky stuff. I think I'd never really listened to to that mm. point. And so it was a real yeah. exciting time. and. Yeah, this was part of that. Oh, oh, yeah, can I run yeah. down some of my favourite tracks really briefly? Oh, yeah, because I, that was actually something I was going to ask you, was to ask people, uh, was to ask you to give anybody that that might want a sort of a, a gentle toe into this, like mm-hmm, some, mm-hmm. some cherry-picked stuff, so that's perfect. Okay, so what I would say is, if you want a really easy song that is kind of, that's the most kind of poppy song on it, is the Good Intentions Paving Company because it's just straight in. Mm. It's quite a fun song, even though it's a really sad song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it sort of yeah. introduces the topic of the of the record really well. Um, there's yeah. a couple of songs that I'm not as fond of. So, like, Easy, I'm not as fond of. You and Me Best, yeah. I'm not as fond of. But it's like, compared to other albums, I love it more. <laughs> so, and yeah. so then there's some incredible... Yeah. So Baby Birch is so sad. And if I you talk, liked Baby Birch. Yeah. I was going to say Baby sad, Birch, sad. yeah. It's, and that yeah. reminds me, yeah, if you're talking about like songs, it's a song for the children they never had. And there's a recording mm. of it. Mm. I think it's her... Hang on, let me look on YouTube quickly. Um, mm. It's a recording of her doing it live in Amsterdam yeah. and it is it's called 
the one on the one I'm thinking about is Joanna Newsom, Baby Birch, Melkweg, Amsterdam, May thirtieth, twenty ten. It is the mm. most vulnerable and like emotional performance, and also she's playing the heart while she mm. does it. And <laughs> yeah, I, I love yeah. it. I, I think that's a great one. Um, other favourites, eighty one, very short. You want one that's a minute and a half? Yes. She's got it for you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, because that starts the, the the second disc. Or no. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 that's third. Yeah. No. no, 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 that's midway through disc one. I just remember there was another really short one. On a Good Day, oh. I was 